Want to know the four most common themes in all podcasts I've recorded so far? Listen in to today's episode. Welcome to the Working Mama podcast, a show that provides real world tips, tricks and advice to all working mamas on how they can have a career, family and hopefully one day break the glass ceiling. Welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. Today is a bit of a celebration. It is the 50th episode of the Working Mama podcast. Before I get started, I'll say to, that today's episode is brought to you by the Working Mama Village. Uh, it is the membership that I created back in June uh, to support working mothers through community connection and resources and masterclasses. Uh, to help them thrive. Doors will be opening at the end of September, so be sure to jump on the wait list. But now to get back to today's episode, I have to say that getting to 50 is a bit of a big deal for me. They say that when you, if you get past seven episodes that you're actually doing well. And I have to say that I really enjoy the platform. I enjoy the medium and the guests and the people I've spoken with are just all been so amazing and I may not have had the opportunity to speak and engage with them otherwise. So I find myself really fortunate, feeling really lucky that I've been able to bring you all these amazing people and also meet people along the way that I know that people have reached out to me and said, thank you so much for these tips or this conversation. It's really helped or even the thought that you're not alone. And that's a really big part of working mama is that you're not going through this alone there is a community and a network of women that are at exactly the same point of view and so you're not alone and that's why I wanted to bring and to start this podcast Um, I don't know if I ever really told you where it all came from but I thought I'd go back to a little bit of that today and then also go into the four real common themes that have been across every single episode So I started the podcast because back in 2019, pre-COVID days, I was running a few events and and the face-to-face contact was amazing. Love it. But events are also a lot of work and it's only for people that are based here in Melbourne. But I knew that there were people all around the world that would potentially want to also get support and uh, listen in to hear how mums are managing the juggle of work and career. So I was actually on the uh, Motherhood Melbourne podcast with Holly and as a guest, and I did that one episode and I was hooked. But I have to confess that about three years ago I was not a podcast listener at all didn't really understand the medium was thinking what am I doing here I couldn't really get it the app and things like that after I did the podcast with Holly I was like this is amazing I love this platform this is so good so I then really deep dived into all things podcasts on a podcast episodes and that's how I actually taught myself to podcast uh, as well as going through the Lyndall Harris uh, listening to all of hers and and there's also the Australian podcast collaborative uh, Facebook group so if you're ever thinking of joining one definitely recommend that group there's so many resources on there and so I thought look I'm just going to put it out there give it a go Uh, I bought myself a microphone, taught myself how to edit uh, using Audacity and created some artwork in Canva. And then that's how I've got to where we are now. I started emailing people that I 
thought that would be of interest. I put out calls as well on Instagram to see what people would be interested in, also on the Working Mama Facebook community. And that's where I went from. I then, some people I just cold emailed and was like, look, um, this is what I'm doing. Would you be interested? And to date, I've actually had no one knock me back of saying, no, sorry. Um, I've said, a couple of people have said, not right now, maybe later. But everyone really enjoys the concept of actually supporting working mums because we know that there's so much support out there for so many different things, but not as much about women and careers and that you can have both. And that's what I'm a big believer in. You don't have to have one or the other. It's about defining what works for you and your family. But with the right support structures, the right systems, you certainly can do it. And so, as I said, I've really enjoyed speaking with so many people. And I've spoken with such a variety of people from psychologists to sleep consultants to life coaches to health and fitness experts. The gamut of people that I've spoken with has been absolutely amazing. And I genuinely have enjoyed all of the chats and I know personally that I've learned so much from it. So I really hope that you have along the way. But throughout all the podcast episodes that I've done, there seems to be four real common themes that no matter what topic we're talking about, if we're talking about the mental load, we're talking about return to work, we're talking about identity shifts, there are four common themes that I've found that are across all the episodes. And I'm going to go through those today. I'm not going to go and deep dive into each of them, but I thought it'd be interesting. So if you're actually in different ways looking at how you're managing the juggle, if you come back to, I'd say, these four principles, that'll actually really help you as well. Now, those four principles and themes that I say are number one, communication. Number two, mindset. Number three, about knowing your purpose, values, and why. And number four, self-care. So... It's really interesting that no matter what the topic is, as I said, these four themes really come into it. Now, the first one around communication, no matter where you are and what setting, it just is so important. And it certainly seems to be, particularly with your partner in managing the household, the mental load, with your employer, around your intentions, your work setup, your flexibility, everything that you want, it's so important. And the more that you hold it in to yourself, the more that you let it go around your head, it just seems to be that it actually doesn't make the situation any easier. The more that you can articulate and crystallize what you want and then actually then say that to people, it seems to make things so much easier. And I know that it's very, it sounds really simple, but it's actually a lot harder you know, in practice, because say, for example, if we're wanting to work flexibly, it's something that it's going around in our head, but actually then saying that to our employer can be, you know, quite a a stressful period. Um, And so that's why I have also done a podcast around flexible work. So yeah, definitely also communication with your partner, with your kids. And it's also about being regular, regular check-ins, Also with your village, being upfront and clear about what you want. And it seems to be the more that you know what you want and that you can ask for it, the more that you're actually probably actually going to get as well. Uh, I often say, you know, there's no, no weakness in asking for help. It's actually a strength. And you would have heard in the past that I've seen a psychologist um, after I experienced pregnancy loss and 
that psychologist allowed me to have the acceptance that, you know, it's okay to not be okay. Uh, and, but just by someone hearing that made such a profound influence on, on me and, and my complete outlook with everything. Number two is mindset. And it also comes back a little around communication, but the mindset, the, the mental things that go on through our heads, the more that we can get that out, get it onto paper, you'll have heard through a lot of episodes, people talking about journaling, even talking with someone about a particular topic, but the, our mindset can be like a f- switch on, you know, flick a switch and go up and down and it can go from really positive to really negative in such a really quick way. But there's certainly lots of tactics that no doubt you would have heard on the, on this podcast to help you with your mindset. Uh, definitely the one with Lisa uh, recently, she had some great tips around not only self-care, but also about managing your mindset. Same with um, Michaela recently on career and your outlook. But I know certainly mindset can play a really big impact. And I know certainly at the moment in Melbourne lockdown, there's lots going on and your mindset can be really a bit like a, a bouncing ball up and down. But once you can go, okay, I know where these thoughts and feelings are coming from. I'm getting them out on paper. I'm trying to then work through them. It can really help you um, in your outlook and things like that. So just something to everyone manages their mindset different, differently. And as I said, we've had a number of podcasts around managing your mindset and, and also about your identity and everything else that gets brought into it. But I could go on forever on mindset. But I just want to, again, this is just about high level about the themes that I've come in that I thought you might be interested as well. The next one is about knowing your purpose, values and why. And this is huge. For me, this is the foundation of being a working mum. that if you know your purpose, values and why, it will make things so much clearer. It will help your mindset. It will help with communication because you know what you want and you know why you want it. I love the Simon Sinek, the golden circle. I love, you know, it's not what you want, but why. And also recently, Lisa did a masterclass in the Working Mama Village with us around values. And by knowing the value, your personal values and what your purpose is. And, you know, and it actually recorded a podcast this week um, about matrescence. And that's also about your outlook and what you want as a mum and your identity. And your identity pre-mum is not necessarily going to be the identity once you have children and you know what that's okay your purpose your values and your why no doubt will have changed once you became a mum and even once you fell pregnant because things do change once you fall pregnant so your outlook can change so it's one of those things that once you've defined that in yourself and it's not going to be something that may happen straight away it may actually take some time for you to crystallize what that is again write it on paper think about it workshop it within yourself or even with your husband um, or your partner to go look this is what's really important to me I did this recently with my husband uh, and I said look these are the goals that I've got for our family this is my personal goals I'd be interested to hear what yours were and he said yeah you're you're actually pretty similar to what I said anyway but it was like look I crystallized it you know in this is what I want for our family this is the lifestyle that I want this is the holiday that I want in like 10 years time so People do talk about manifestations and things. We can try and actually, you know, reach those goals. But if you, there's no point in saying, I want to be able to work this without understanding why you're doing it. But I also find it really helps with mum guilt. The more that you know you're doing it, 
it helps so much more. And I actually came to, uh, when I went back to work, I was like, I'm actually a better mum by working and because I'm doing something for me. Um, but I'm working to also give and provide for my family. And once I came to that reality and I came to that mindset shift, my mum guilt was a lot less because I knew why I was doing it and I knew my purpose um, around my family. So something that is definitely really important um, and I'd suggest listening to those two podcasts, as I said, with Michaela and Lisa recently. Now, the next one I find really important and we don't do enough as mums is about self-care. And you'll hear me a lot. Uh, and at the end of every episode, I will say, what do you do for self-care? You know, how do you fill your cup? And it's one of those things that some people answer really quickly. Others actually struggle to, and they say, look, I'm not doing a lot for myself really well. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that, but it's doing what you do for yourself and managing that and what's best for you and your family, but also what's good for you and you need to fill your cup. There's a lot that we give to other people. You know, we're constantly worrying about our kids and the household, our husbands and, and everything else like that, that we don't actually spend enough looking in the mirror and saying, are we okay ourselves? And you know what? It's okay to just go for a walk for half an hour with no one else around. It's okay to ask your husband to say, can you just look after the kids? I just need a moment on my own. Again, it comes back to communication. But those little things and self-care is different for everyone. And as what you'll hear at the end of every episode no two people have ever had the same response. It's because self-care is so different and what it defines it for everyone. And it's just those little bits of moments every day that you can do to try and fill your cup. So yeah, they're the four things that I found that are really common across all podcast episodes that I've done. So again, those are communication, mindset, knowing your purpose, values and why, and self-care. These for me now, if I come back to anything with, with working mums, they are very much the foundations that I come back to and that resonate across so many people. So I have to say thank you so, so much for listening to the first 50 episodes of the Working Mama podcast. I hope you've learned a thing or two along the way. I hope you've been able to connect in the Working Mama Facebook group. As I said, the doors are opening at the end of September to the Working Mama Village. So I would love for you to join. Uh, in September, we're actually having two masterclasses around burnout because I know it's such a big topic, but very much uh, the ladies in there, uh, the most beautiful ladies, and I love, I love them all. Uh, so yeah, feel free to join that when it opens. So again, thank you so much for listening. If you ever have any ideas, comments, feedback, I would really appreciate it. Also, if you can leave a rating and review on any of the uh, podcast platforms, that would be amazing. And until next time, have a great day. And I look forward to bringing you the next 50 episodes of the Working Mama podcast. Thank you for listening to the Working Mama podcast. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast catch up. I invite you also to join the Working Mama community on Facebook and in joining the conversation with other like-minded working mums. Please also feel free to contact me on any of the Working Mama social channels. Remember, Mama is M-U-M-M-A or website www.workingmama.com.au.
I would appreciate you to share this podcast with friends and colleagues, especially those that are parents managing the juggle. And I would really appreciate if you had to take the time out to leave a review of the podcast. I'll be giving a shout out to select people that do so. So stay listening and you might be one of them. Thank you and see you next time. Have a great week. Thank you.